welcome to Where's the Lawn. I'm your host, Jimmy Fenton, and you're joined by Tyler Jews. Uh, good to be back, Jimmo, after a shit week last week. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good for you, that's for sure, mate. About time you got fucking brought off your high horse. <laughs> All right, and after a week layoff and a few heated discussions this week, we've got our boy back. That's right, Regan Dicho Cisco Davis. Yeah, Jimmy, it's good to be back, but gee, I wouldn't mind being Tyler having a week off. It must be nice sitting up top, <laughs> nice and pretty. Week of what ifs, Jimmy? Dallas Sand, Young Weather. Or however you say it. Um, Wherever, yeah. And our boy Seth injured himself before the race even began. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well, you know, they say, mate. That's but just, I don't uh, want to put us on a bad foot, so uh, another red-hot episode of the pod. That's we'll it. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, Schmicky Holmes, this is some pretty shit form from the old fella. Obviously, age is getting the better of him. He forgot about the podcast, so he's, <laughs> he's a laid out. But you know what? When uh, when you get the laid out, you know good things happen. How do you forget the best day of the week? I don't know. I don't know. Well, um, crippling amnesia gets you over sixty years old, and unfortunately, (laughs) Smick. He's, yeah, he's up nearing those big three figures. Take your head for a shit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're joined by the old boy Marky Fenn, who hasn't quite hit his straps on the podcast yet. But I tell you what, I think he's due. But to be fair, it doesn't help when he's got thirty seconds to get tips together. <laughs> but you know what? They're probably the best tips here. All right, so boys, what a cracking week we got here. Uh, it's we're heading right to the prime time of spring carnival. You know what they say. They say the cream rises to the top when the heat is on, and which one of us will be the cream rising? I am the cream. Well, At the moment, I'm more like butter churning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the cream, and I'm well, well in front. You are for now, but prime <laughs> time, <laughs> baby. Prime <laughs> time to fit out the door. Yeah, jeez. Just when we thought the fucking door couldn't get any wider. <laughs> Tyler Juice decided to stick his head through. <laughs> All right, so this weekend we've got the Corville Guineas. So we're running, around the, we're running through the Corville card and we've got the Spring Union Championships at Ramwick. So uh, it's going to be an absolute cracker. So I think let's get straight into it, boys. So first of all, did Joe got a track report for Caulfield? Caulfield, the Caulfield Carnival swings into gear this Saturday with a bumper 10 race program headlined by none other than the Caulfield Guineas over 1,600 metres. The weather is fine. The track is currently a soft five. Will be good um, come the weekend. And the rail is in its true position for the entire circuit. So it should be a very even uh, racetrack. Perfect. Let's hope it has um, a bit of bias to the uh, runners. Uh, one of them is like to run on because I've got a few back markers. Few back markers, yeah. <laughs> I was a bit tongue-tuck twisted there. Still am. <laughs> All right, let's go to straight to race five of the Shalaki Stakes, which is over 1,200 metres. Shalachi. Sorry, Marcus. <laughs> That's why we got it on here, mate. <laughs> Correct us. <laughs> All right, so uh, Ditcho, want to start us off? Yeah, Jimmy, I was actually uh, hoping that you would start us off because I believe we've tipped the same horse here. Oh, oh, mate, I'll, I'll get in there. All right. Well, this is my best bet of the weekend, so we may as well just start off hot. Uh, number four, September run, $3.20. That's all you need to know. Put it in the book. Three unit play, $9.60 coming back. Now, honestly, this horse is a superstar. Um, it, she's been run at the wrong track. I don't know why they keep going to Mooney Valley with her because it clearly doesn't suit. They don't like the they don't suit the horses that like to come from behind, and that's exactly what she likes to do. And so she gets to Caulfield here, gets the extra hundred meters up to eleven hundred. So she's three for four on the eleven hundred. Much weaker field, and uh, only fifty six kilos. Honestly, I'm I'm really finding it hard to go past it. I, I can't see a single reason why this why September run shouldn't be winning. So uh, September run for me at three dollars twenty. Best bets. That's a three unit play for Big Jim. Did you? Well, I second it. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, Tyler. 
I'm going against September on. I think she has been pretty good in her runs, but I don't think she's as good as what her as good as her last prep. So I'm going Shakira at nine dollars. Mm. I did find this race really hard, and it has a lot of promising horses, but most haven't produced this prep um, apart from Bella Nipatina, who I think is the main danger. Um, but Shakira. His last run in the Moya, he was up against some super horses like Wild Ruler in the Inferno. Inferno's racing in the Everest. Wild Ruler's racing in, um, well, it's a really good race, this prep. Yeah. Um, Going to the Everest, mate. Yeah, but the main issue is the barrier. But with September run and Bella Nepotina inside, I think he, and they're both being back markers, I think that he'll be able to get a nice cushy right up the front because they'll just float back. So hopefully Damon Thornton can steer him up the front a little bit. But yeah, September run, Bell and Nipatina are the dangers, I think. Beautiful, mate. All right, Marcus, who you got here, mate? I've actually got three black bookers in this race. Yeah, um, I'm the same. I got, I got asked about September run yesterday and I didn't quite look at the field. I like Shakiro, um, Chris Waller from Sydney, Damien Fortin on there. And the danger, I reckon, is Savitoxel. Um, it's had uh, five first up runs for four wins. Mm. Um, it's a bit of an um, unknown quantity. They reckon it could be a great horse. Um, but yeah, I'm on that Shakiro. It's got good form. If that Tiger Malay runs anything uh, during the day, it might be after that race, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's after, yeah. What's that? Yeah, race? so race nine. Yeah, yeah so it's got the one barrier. So Shakiro wins, then you probably want to put some money each way on Tiger Malay later on. Perfect, mate. All right, we shuffle across to. We're going to bypass the feature, which is Might and Power, which is its inaugural run, uh, which used to be called the Coolfield Stakes. So, Zaki's $1.24 there. I don't think anyone here wants to take it on, so we're just no. going to go straight past it. So, we move across to Corfield Race 7, the Northwood Paloom Stakes, which is run over 1,200 metres. And, uh, yeah, Ditcho, let's get going. Yeah, so I found uh, this a two-horse race, um, and not the two that most people are probably thinking. Um, so, I was either going uh, Chassis or Nudge. So, I've... I've Coming in, I've decided to actually pick Nudge. Um, first up form is a big query, uh, but she really came to age during the... Big query. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it is Jimmy, but hear me out here. Really came to age during the Brisbane winter, highlighted by a couple of stakes wins before a game second to Tur- Turfontaine in the Tats Tiara. She tried well leading into this prep, um, and she has shown she can win these kind of races. So I reckon she's one of these horses that's going to have a really big spring. So I'm happy to be on her early days. Was very good in the um, uh, the Queensland Carnival. And right now, the Queensland form's been uh, franked big time with Zaki and Ensematise both coming out of there. Yeah, but they're, so, they're fucking under horses, so you can't really... Yeah. Here comes Nudge! They're, they're, outside, they're, they're also not one third from five starts first up either. Right, <laughs> yeah. I reckon second, third and fourth up. I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think it's a horse But I mean, watch. at $14, yeah. I reckon it's not a bad... Uh, it's a really open field, so you learn one of these early days, you're laughing. Are you going each way or are you going straight? Yeah. No, I'm just going straight on the nose of Nudge. So, Schmicky, it's, it's on the nose, all right? <laughs> yeah, Don't get your fucking nuts in a twist, mate. And yes, we are drinking Colonials. <laughs> all righty, Tyler, who you going here, mate? Uh, back this horse uh, a few weeks ago from a roughy bet, and he did super. He got second. Um, just missed, missed out to Bella Nipatina, and that's Chassis at $9.50. I don't know how it's $9.50. It should be way shorter than that. Um, nearly knocked off Probable, what, two starts back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a good barrier, barrier three. Michael D's a good jockey on it, and I think he'll be able to get the money as well. Oh, she'll be able to get the money. I think the dangers are Rubisaki. Brooklyn Hustle, I'm knocking her after her last run with 
um, Pebble on board. He was horrendous. And La Mexicana. But I'm not sure without Jamie Carr and La Mexicana how good she is. So. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised that it's the favourite. Yeah, like, I think it's a good horse, but I, I, I think Jamie Carr's just got a little bit of something with La Mexicana and La Mexicana just does the magic with her. Well, Chas has been at home last time and yeah. Chas is 9.50 and yeah. La Mexicana's $4. And Damien Lane also fucking lost on the best horse in Australia. Or arguably one of the best horses in Australia last week, so I'm yeah. knocking him as well. Perfect. All right, Modra, who you going here, mate? Yeah, it was only 0.85 between Bella Nipotina, Chassis and La Mexicana. It's going to come down to a little bit of the barriers at Caulfield. The Mexicana's off the one. Yeah, I think... Um, Chassis's off the three, and uh, what's the other one off... Um, what's not the, even in the race. Not even in the race, so there you go. So down to those two. I, I, I won't go past, past La Mexicana, because it won me favourite numbers, won me a few foul on favourite numbers, so... Uh, I can put money on this and not lose, so get on the Mexicana. Perfect. I'm going to go number one, Brooklyn Hustle. Uh, I'm pretty shocked to see it's six dollars fifty in this field. To be honest, I know he was very disappointing first up, but he lost his way. Uh, you know, I still don't know why they run Brooklyn Hustle at Mooney Valley either. But this is a big drop in class from that. Uh, the Rat is riding here. He's riding on um, on September run, so I think he could go two out of three. Um, I think he's going to have a very good day, and I think Brooklyn Hustle, look for it to be storming down the outside and hopefully getting there in time. All right, we get to the feature of the weekend, and I think this is an absolute cracking race. The Caulfield Guineas run over 1,600 metres. There's been a big build-up here, and um, yeah, I can't wait to see who the boys are tipped. So, uh, Modra, are you going here, mate? Uh, yeah, so I haven't put a lot of effort into this one, unfortunately. Um, there's a couple of horses there that are, um, you know, Cream of the crop. Uh, Arturias. And, and like, I like that Tiger Malay. And if that Shakiro wins, then you probably have to put something on that. But I just thought uh, lightsaber caught my eye. And it was at Caulfield. Mm. Yeah. It was a big run. Um, I, I usually look for ones that just stand out. And I thought there was a standout run. Mm. So I'm just going to stick with it. I'm going to go lightsaber. Each way? Um, um, no, just on the nose, mate. Yeah, it's 14 Oh, it's $14, is it? Okay, let's go each way. Yeah, uh, let's go each way. Perfect. Uh, Peter Moody said as well, this is his grand final. He wasn't expecting it to win last week. Yeah. Well, his last run, and this is, is his grand final. I only knocked it because of the barrier, but I think he's a serious chance. I was I was sitting on it for a bit there as well. I thought if you're going to go anything outside the top two, it's probably got to be a lightsaber. Yeah. Just needs the force. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Dicho, who are you going here, mate? I'm going number eight, a blue diamond winner, Artorius. Number two. Number two. Sorry, race eight. Um, so, gee, not a great start there. Stop the ball. Uh, I've been with him this spring, so I'm staying aboard here because I believe this is where he will show his true colours. He was lost at Rose Hill, but once he ballot, and I can't... On the wrong foot. I can't, I can't even um, state this anymore. He was lost at Rose Hill. You watch it. Um, he... Just didn't know his way around. Wrong footed, mate. Wrong footed. Didn't go around the other way to Melbourne. So um, was very unfamiliar territory for him. But once he balanced up, he was the best run of the Golden Rose. So $4, if you can get the gate, um, if you can use the gate to his advantage, then Just have a bit of clear air. Um, I reckon it will be very hard to hold out. So great bet, $4. Beauty. Tyler? As long as NMO doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> win by a couple links. I'm the same. I reckon Artorias at four bucks is pretty good. This is his grand final. They've been saying like his whole prep, sixteen hundred meters is his distance. Uh, but it did is an extremely hard race. Um, I think Animo is like, a big danger, but that barrier fifteen drawing the car park is just put me off him a bit. 
Um, but there is one big odds that I liked from his last race, and that's Prixty Turn. He came back um, from a mile as well. Like, he was so far back, and he ended up getting up second. And he's at 35s. I think that's a good bet, just for, like, put him in your exotics or something. But, yeah, even if you want to follow him on. And forget you, I reckon, forget you. He's a dar uh, derby horse, not a um, guineas horse. So, I reckon Artorias or Animova, I'm going Artorias, four bucks. Lovely, mate. Uh... I was finding it very hard to go past Animo, but Barry Fifteen, he's going to need luck. And for two dollars seventy, I'm happy to happy to risk. Yeah. So I'm with the boys here. We've got number two, Artorias, Damien Lane aboard. Um, I'm a huge Damien Lane fan. Um, nice draw. Hopefully, can settle a little, bit, a little bit more forward. Have a head start on Animo, and hopefully, just finishes stronger. So Artorias for me, four dollars. All right, let's go across to race nine, the Turok Handicap. Good memories of this race last year. Mr. Quickie got it up for me at 20s. Got me out of a very big hole at Cobblers one day. Um, yeah, I was in a huge hole and tried to cheeky tenor on it at 20s and tipped it to GDM Barnard, shout out to Barney. And he thought I was the king after that. And then he, he didn't get another winner for me for a long time. <laughs> but all righty, so let's get straight into it. So uh, race nine, Tyler, you can start us off. I found this one pretty hard to... Knock a few in here, but I'm going. I'm thunderstruck at two dollars sixty. Um, should have won last run. I, I watched it, rewatched it again this afternoon, and he got a massive check from one of the horses. Mm. And then Dallas Sand, it was at three hundred meter mark. He got Dallas and then massive um, check. He, he would have won by I reckon probably a length. Nothing if, but trouble at all. If, mm. if he came through, um, he's got a good barrier. I sent an article um, from the trainers saying if he gets a barrier from four to. 10 or 8, one of the two, then he's going to be in the money. Um, and at $52, 52 kilos as well, I think That's he can... Huge. Yeah, I think he can seriously make his presence felt. And he's a, a pretty biggish gelding as well. But I'm And I'm willing to risk elephant. Elephants come, down, come out of a, uh, a lot less um, weaker race. Um, only beating Romancer, I think it was, by a little bit. And Romancer is not up to these horses. No. Um, but yeah, I think Sierra Sue's also overs. I don't know how she's 12 bucks. Yeah, it just keeps winning. Yeah. I Daniel know. Moore is probably the most yeah. informed jockey informed in Melbourne. Group, informed group jockey in Melbourne right now. But yeah, I'm sticking with Thunderstruck at $2.60. You can get, I think it's 3 bucks or three fifty on the bet. So yeah. Beauty. Uh, Ditcho? Uh, right, oh yeah. So I've also gone on the I'm Thunderstruck uh, bandwagon. I uh, had a look this afternoon at $2.80 and I just had a look on Tab Touch and I think he's into $2.50 or something. So already a bit of money. I'm a bit worried that it might come back, bite me on the bum and be a prong pick. But um, Cop, as Tyler said, a massive check at 300 metres and he certainly should have won the Rupert Clark. Um, he's a four-year-old and they have their mind on the Golden Eagle. So uh, normal luck, I think he wins this race. But again... Um, Sierra Sue, you can't really knock win and form. No. Um, so I don't understand how it's so rough. And also Dice Roll's going to have an absolute dream run at the front. So as long as um, he gets over the front. And even Tafana, even though she's got big weight, at 12 bucks she's at, she gave incentivise a scan. Incentivise one of the best horses. In exactly. Here. It's a hard race yeah. to pick, but um, I'm yeah. just going to play all, it smart, yeah, I think, and go race on the strike. Yeah. Modra? Talking about the golden eye, uh, golden eagle. eagle. I reckon private eye is a good bet for that. Oh, it's got an occasion for group ones. Um, so I, I was tossing up between dice roll and super storm. 
Um, Superstorm is the best form in the Underwood with the Zaki. Behind Proper Bill, it was a good run. It was right there. It drops from 59 kilos down to 56 and a half. Um, you're going to get probably 10 to 1. Yeah. Um, I like the dice roll for a place, though. You put that Thunderstruck in there, you probably need your first three. But let's get serious about it. Let's back Superstorm straight out. Mm. Two win. Well, I'm with you, Marcus. I'm on number two, Superstorm, as well. Got to stay with the stand groupers. I agree this is probably the best betting race and the hardest race to go in. Um, I am Thunderstruck, very big run, but at the end of the day, he hasn't won a group one and hasn't run a group two ever, I don't think, so he hasn't really won a form. He he hasn't won any big races yet, but 52 kilos scares the shit out of me, that's for sure. Super light, especially for 52 is ridiculous. Yeah, so I'm just going to predict that it's going to, it's going to get a little bit of trouble and won't quite be strong enough and Super Storm with the king of Damien Oliver aboard. Gets one close to that um, record. I think he's got two more Group 1s to go and he's got the record. Yeah, yeah so right. hopefully this is going to be one of them. But yeah, Superstorm for me. Alrighty, we head to the last at Caulfield. Race 10, the Herbert Power Stakes, which is over 2,400, which is always a very good form race for the Melbourne Cup, actually. So uh, why don't we get straight into it? Uh, Ditcho, you're up next. Yeah, well, I had a feeling that um, mine and Tyler's tips were going to be pretty similar in these two races because we both picked uh, Delphi last start. When it looked like it was yeah, the winner, should have won it. Honestly, it, it looked won. like it was the winner. Just needed a little bit more distance, and that's what it gets along here. Um, looks to be ticking along beautifully. Surged really hard last time. And I still can't believe it won. Um, come second, and what made it worse was Mickey Holmes had the winner, yeah. which I just I couldn't I couldn't believe it. And uh, I think it was at about seven or eight dollars that day. Um, I think he's ticking along really nicely for a Melbourne Cup and he should take a power beating here at $3.70. Beautiful. Uh, Tyler? I'm the same. Delphi. I've backed it every time it's raced in the pod, I think, so far. I think I got it at 11's first up and I said the first time I backed it, wait for it to step out over 2,000 metres because that's where its best forms come. 2,400, is yeah, it? Yeah. 2,400 and it's, it's good on all tracks as well. And if it does rain... Yeah, Caulfield, yeah, it's got good soft form as well. And it's got Ollie on board. I'm just checking. I'm pretty sure Ollie. It's got Ollie, Ollie, yeah, Ollie on board, yeah. yeah. Ollie on board yeah. and Johnny Allen off, which I like because Ollie's a wizard. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. So yeah. hopefully Ollie can steer Delphi over the line for us at $3.70. Perfect. Modra? I'm the same. I'm not oh. even going to get comments on it. It's just I'm, I'm on We're going to cross the border. I'm on the Delph as well. Yes, I was, four. I was seriously, I was seriously looking at, the, cho- I was <laughs> seriously looking at the chosen one. Yeah. But um, I sent an article. I sent the exact yeah. article, and it's saying that next week it's it's going to be it's this grand final of the Caulfield Cup. Um, and so when you when you hear that, he's probably just running around for a bit of bit of um, form. Yeah. But in saying that, he'll probably come out and fucking win. A floating artist is. A big danger, isn't it? Yeah, Floyd Nars. That's a lot of money throwing Floyd Nars. Oh, it's coming yeah. to $2. Yeah, it's favourite. It, it's it good run last time, but... Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, Say that for after the pod, Jim. Yeah. Couldn't hold it in. Um, I think the Delphi's four mines a lot stronger. Oh, yeah. But, all right, so that wraps us up for Caulfield. So we head across to Ramwick, where Ditcho is going to give us a track report. Yeah, so Group 1 racing continues at Randwick this Saturday where it is Spring Champion Stakes Day. The weather is fine, the track is a good four, and the rail is out five metres from the 1,600 metres to the winning post, out four metres for the remainder. Um, and it is a jam-packed card. I think there's ten races yeah. at Randwick. So it's an absolute cracker this weekend. Yeah, ten races at Ascot, um, Queensland Cup. Really big day. Oh, it's a good one at um, Ascot, the three-year-old race, Hoy. Yeah. Hoy at 21 yeah, bucks. 20, I looked at that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Arcadia, Arcadia 
princes or yeah, something. That, that race at Northern in a maiden. Mm, so, and it went at yeah, about a dollar twenty-five. Yeah, but have you seen the, um, the write-ups and stuff and the, the times and stuff? No. Apparently, it's, apparently it's unbelievable. No, I'm on. Mm. I'll, I'll be getting on Hoi and it beat. It's got a huge. Put it this way, it's got a huge wrap. A huge rap, but I agree. Barrier thirteen, mimicking just, the exact same yeah, what he raced in the side. That so. uh, when he won, um, at when he beat Export Man, that race was he looked he was yeah. off the bit. Six hundred meters go, second last, weave through the field. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, I couldn't believe it. Twenty bucks. Yeah. All right, let's go to Randwick Race Five, the Console Stakes, which is over twelve hundred meters, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, did you like here? So race seven, race uh, five, race five, the Console Stakes. The console stakes. Oh, right we'll start off with Tyler. Uh-huh. I'm going Paulie at $2.25. Did very well considering the bias last time. And then stormed home and only ju- just missed or it. Or not just missed it. Missed something by length and but it was coming. to home affairs. And home affairs was always going to win that because that was my best bet. Oi. Um, he has been very consistent and I think he'd be able to win um, with J-Mac on board. I'm interested in sort of state. Um, he did pretty well considering his run as well on that race. Um, he got seventh, but I'm a bit shocked that uh, I can't remember who's on, but Tim Clark's on board. So I can't remember who came off. Oh, Timmy Clark's one of the best front, yeah, um, front, front running jockeys around. So it'd be interesting to see uh, who who came off him. Kieran McAvoy. McAvoy. So McAvoy has gone on to King of Sparta, I think it is. Yeah, King of yeah. Sparta. So, so I'm a bit, I got bitten off by that, but I reckon Paul Lee should easily get the money in this race. Absolutely. Run around with 60 last time. Put yeah, no, it's, down, it's down three and a half now, so it's yeah, pretty good. Big difference. Yeah. Did um, you? Who you like here? Yeah, so I've uh, gone a little bit wider. I've gone O President. Uh, he'll be a speedy customer. He should set the pace. Is that the one you tipped the other week? No. No? no I don't think I tipped this one. Um, he's first. He's first up. Yeah, um, really tidy record, two wins from three starts, um, and he's going to give him a sight, something to catch. He's been in Captivan, which I really rate Captivan. I reckon um, that, that will he win something over yeah, the Yeah, I've, I've backed it a few times, Captivan, in the potty and stuff, and I think he'd be a very good horse. Yeah, so I reckon um, O President's not a bad little bet here at 12 bucks, um, and our boy Nashua Royal Wheeler, who was in some hot form the oh, other week. Oh, he was seven good. winners. One of those days, uh, yeah, so... Seven, bad out for a hoop. Uh, Marcus, who you like here, mate? I like the New Zealand horse, mate, Sword of State. Um, it's been winning uh, everything in New Zealand. It's come over here, had one run where it came seventh to Home Affairs and Pauly, but it was carrying 60 kilos. Drops down to 56 and a half. Timmy Clark on board and it will lead. Yeah, and Tyler's favourite front running jockey, Timmy Clark. He was back, sort of stay was backed in as well last start. I think yeah. he nearly started favourite. Which probably needed a uh, extra run to go the Sydney way, maybe, and, and yeah. get acclimatised to. to He'll be very close. Australia. Yeah, they said it says he uh, as well. He um, raced wide without cover. Yeah, trip. So yeah, that's probably well, why Kieran's off. <laughs> yeah, probably got sacked. Because um, I'll give Kieran's useless. Uh, uh, well, guess what? I've combined the two of you here. I've gone Palito win into sort of stakes run top four. I reckon we might get four dollars on the day. Hopefully. Same race multi? Yep, same race multi. Just do the two there. And hopefully Palito can hold on or can run over the top and win it. Yeah. They're talking about same race multi. How good's TAB Touch does same race multis and multis now. It's unbelievable. Yeah, Sab Touch can do it now. Points Sab Touch, yeah. Points better do it as well now. There you go. That's awesome. It's a coming of age. About time, because those guys are getting left they in the start, dust. Yeah. All right, let's go to race seven, the <laughs> Silver Eagle. Probably race six and eight. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. sorry, mate. Race five and seven, eight. <laughs> All right, so um, 
Silver Eagle. Silver Eagle. I think this is a fucking hard race. hardest race of the day, I yep. think. Um, I'd lo- I'm pretty keen to see what you boys have tipped here. So, Ditcho? Yeah, right. I was eager for this one because I uh, um, I reckon I've got to win it here. Um, going high supreme. No way. Supremacy, sorry. <laughs> we've done we've done At $12. Dollars, really? <laughs> well, it's funny that we're talking about Nash because I mentioned him here. So, high supremacy at $13 at $12 <coughs> currently on Sportsbet. Um, our boy Nash gave him a peak ride last start when riding seven winners for the day. Sliced and diced through the field and got a split, split late. Bolted clear and that run could be a run of a horse potentially on a Golden Eagle path. Keen to see how he goes here. If he's back, um, I reckon this is definitely over the odds at 12 bucks. Yeah. Lovely. So Tyler's on the same boat. Yeah, high supremacy, twelve bucks. Found this. I did find this race extremely hard. Like, there's a lot of good horses in it, but a lot of horses, all those horses don't really show up as well most of the time. Um, but the one thing that ticked me over the edge was Nash moved from Ellsberg to high supremacy. So he was on Ellsberg last start um, and got the win. So he obviously rates high supremacy a bit more than Ellsberg and Ellsberg's six bucks. So. That's the thing that tipped me over the edge. And as an everyday punter, you love seeing things like that. Yeah. And Josh Parr on board, Ellsberg. I don't fucking hate Josh Parr. So. Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, Marcus, are you like here, mate? Uh, so I've got a black booker running here. It's um, placed six of the last seven starts. One one of them, he's going to be around the mark. You know, trained by Chris Waller, Jason Collot on board. Blondo, um, mm. oh, he's yeah. going to be definitely around the mark. He's each way about 16 to 1. Um, yeah, I'm pretty keen on this. I've got this in um, an all-up multi as well, so... I've been on Blondo a few times as well, actually. It'd be interesting to see if AIM turns up this prep as well, because AIM, um, what, he won the Magic Millions? Yeah. yeah so impressive, yeah. pretty impressively. So if he turns up, I think at 23s or 31s or whatever he is at, I think Beauty. put him in your exotics. It's probably been fresh, mate. Yeah. Young horse fresh, now four years old, hasn't got not much left. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to go with number four, Amish boy, $7.50. The enigma he is. He has cost me some coin, this <laughs> yeah. horse, though. 900k from one career win. Yeah. Says it all. He's the king of coming second and third, running big races and not quite doing it. Gets J-Mac aboard here. I'm not going to lie, all three of my tips at Randwick are on J-Mac. So you can guarantee Saturday morning I'm just going to load up J-Mac to win the jockey challenge because if I think he can win three of them, then... They I think Unibet, in... Unibet got a good deal with J-Mac to win more um, like rides on the weekend. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. All right. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so Amish boy, he's been running against what better horses than what this field is, um, but continues to just get unlucky. If he gets some luck from the draw, um, I think he can finally get his second win, and who knows? Could be onto bigger and better things, maybe even a Golden Eagle. All right, this is the feature of Ramwick, race eight, the spring championship. Uh, this is an absolute cracker. We better put, firstly put out there that last week, Tyler Juice has tipped Profando, as his futures bet here, I think you got it at four dollars. Oh, some uh, I could be. I think it wasn't. My, I think my about three dollars fifty. Three dollars fifty. It's now three dollars forty. So I'm gonna assume you're sticking with it. Yeah, I am sticking with it. And you want to give us a chat about it or what? Uh, well, super green second up. It was all legit all over the shop down the straight. Um, it was. It was. It was actually a real bad watch. Um, Head of state just got a bit lucky, I think, and even still, I don't think it was that far behind Head of state. But uh, yeah, so I think Profundo, this probably be his uh, grand final for this prep because I reckon after this, they'll probably put him in the paddock for a bit. Um, but yeah, I'm going Profundo at $3.50, danger ahead of state. Perfect, mate. Um, Ditcho? 
Well, finally, we don't have a tip similar because um, I'm actually hoping to maybe make up a few units on Tyler. <laughs> so, extremely hard to do when we're tipping the exact same. Um, I really do like Profondo. Unfortunately, I was a victim of being on Profondo last start when when I thought he was going to win. Uh, I was on a two. We must have tipped it to us. We must have all been on. We tipped it to us and we all loaded it and it fucking it would have won if it had the rail. Yeah, it was it was a good thing being. Um I've gone rough here, so Smicky Holmes listening, each way bet because um, I thought it was pretty self explanatory when you pick a horse over thirty to one, usually it's an each way bet. I don't understand what kind of psychopath would just bet on the nose when they do things like that. Either a poor man or a stupid man. Um, so I've gone number six, Raging Bull, at $41 and $8.50. I was you're trying... you yourself, mate. 46 is $46. Right, well, you cut me off short there because I was going to say... I was going to say at $51, but I had a look um, before I come in and he's at 41 So I will take the $46 and $9.50 for a place. Thank you very much. From the David Payne stable... The stable won this race last year, and I tell you what, this guy knows a thing or two about progressive young stayers. Maiden win, didn't beat much on paper, but he had the splits to hold up against these, and he was eased down late. This horse has always looked a spring champion, derby horse since day one, so keen to see how it goes. And I tell you what, Jimmy, money is going to come for him before the jump. I reckon he's going to come into 20-odd, 25 bucks before the jump, so get on. I reckon he runs at 80s. Yeah. <laughs> if he wins at 80s, I'd like top tote. Please put that on the record. <laughs> are we going top tote? Or no, I'm, going... Taking, I'm taking the 46s and $9.50. Oh, I hope it wins at 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, who do you like here, mate? I actually thought you were going to tip number 10 with all that satire there, mate. It's called satirical glory. So you taking the piss. Um, yeah, listen, it's a tough race. Um, I, have, I did back that Profondo before. Um, but I just we talked about eye catching runs and that never been kissed. That was a massive run. Oh, huge! Right, so I'm going to back that. Um, Four dollars eighty. Um, I'm not sure because he's been suspended, and he so yeah, he's, he, he's riding this Saturday, and then that's it. Yeah, I think that's okay, it. yeah. So um, I thought there was a mega run, like you know, that was a big time eye catching run. Um, that run, the one we uh, backed earlier, and also Private Eye, um, three massive runs last mm. week. Yeah, okay. Beauty, mate. So it's at fives. Uh, I'm going to go with number one, J-Mac. Uh, he is paying $3.80. Head of state. I've got it. I had it at fours. I'm taking the fours. Fuck you all. Uh, oh, are you stealing units? <laughs> <laughs> I want a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, there's your screenshot right there. It's been fours into $3.80. Uh, run over the top of Profando. I think it's going to enjoy the extra 200. J-Mac does what he does best, and he will win. Thank you very much. Nah. Alright, uh, I think that wraps us up for the races for this week, so let's get across to our best bets. I may as well start us off, I've already told you, September run, $3.20, put it in the book. Tyler Jews, what do you like, mate? Oh, I tossed and turned when I was at home doing this. I wanted to do Zaki into Lombardo, I think I was $2.17, but I have heaps of units to play with, so I'm just going to go Minaj with... Nice. <laughs> I'm going to go Minaj nice. at $5.50. I've followed this mare... Where's it um, going, sorry? Yeah. Ran with Grace not on. Um, I followed this mare ever since it absolute pants my first horse I ever owned. Like, it demolished it in Bendigo. Um, she's always been competitive and she was actually sold at the, I can't remember what sales it was, to become a broad mare. Um, but they're now taking a punt on her to race and it's gone from the Lindsay Park Yard to the O'Shea Yard. So, 
I'm actually a bit shocked um, to see that because I would have thought they would have just chucked it straight into breeding. So they obviously see something in this horse and they're willing to take a, a risk on it because if, if if she loses, then her value just drops down in the um, her breeding. So I think with J-Mac on board, I think it is a very good sign to jump on board. Very good sign. He's so, going to have four winners now. Yeah, J-Mac on board, um, coming out of a broadmare to, into the races again, it's a very good sign. So, Kevin Tarry did that. What did it do last week? It won. It won. Yeah. So, you know. So $5.50. I think it'll get crunched. So if you want to jump on now, if you're an early listener, at $5.50, I think you'll be making some money. Beautiful. Did Joe best bet? My best bet comes Eagle Farm Race 5. Uh actually done a fair bit of form study this week as I hope to make up a couple of units because I'm slowly starting to lag behind it. Old mate Schmicky Holmes is right there with me. Send Rima Tide. You want Send Rima Tide? Uh, no, he's got Deep Skiver. No, I have gone Deep Skiver. Southern your Stock at $5 could very well be the X Factor. I think he's going to blow this build away. And there is rumours circling that he may potentially head to Melbourne for the derby. So I don't think it was a strong field last time, but he gave them an absolutely galloping lesson and toyed with them, winning by guess how much lengths, Jimmy? Eight. Yeah, spot on. <laughs> Fresh stayer on the scene, and he will only get better, I believe. You're taking on. Gonna uh, take a ton of beating. Five dollars. You're, ta- you're taking on Darren Jews with Senri Matai. That's his uh, horse. I'm taking lucky. him on. Hey, Barney won last time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, well. Dad's got a thing for having horses that win at big odds as well. Well, so, I'll, have to, I'll have to have a tenner on number five. <laughs> but I reckon number ten is going to be my best bet at $5. Look at yeah, that deep skiver of bat. It's last three. It's been bucking. All right, well, Jimmy, shut up. It's my best bet. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> number ten. So I'm, anyone, I'm, don't care what anyone else is talking about. You like anything else in this race? <laughs> whilst we're on it? Oh, no, <laughs> it. Yeah, but we've got... Send each way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did, uh, Marcus, who's your, what's your best bet this week, mate? So I've got a double And I've got a, a little uh, sports morning for after That's um, So MR race three regards Marie for a place It's paying $3.20 for a place Into oh, Grace and Harmony So that's MR race three regards Marie Into Sydney race six Grace and Harmony for a place You should get about 10 to 1 Alright Beauty so back and for a place You should get 10 to 1 So It's a nice little best bet Yeah That'll be a 20 unit play that one You get two units on that Perfect, mate um, all right, uh, let's get on to Tyler. You got a future bet, mate? Yes, I do. And I think Regan is going to like this one as well. Um, I'm going to the Everest and I'm going the big grey Sleek Legend at $4.50. You're having two bets in the same race? Is that allowed? No, he doesn't have an Everest. Oh, he didn't one. do Footmaster Center. Uh, my bad. He's not stupid, Jim. I said I was going to wait. Yeah. I wanted to wait to see what Nature Strip did. I want to see one of the. Which one did last week? Um, yeah, I did watch what it did last week, but I also looked at the field it beat last week and how it won. Jimmy, it cannot afford to give the horses in the Everest that much space. It's not going to catch them. Yeah, can I'll, anyone hear that? Yeah, can anyone... Can, they go real hard. Um, it's a big chance. But, I can hear but, 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 but can somebody please just go back and watch last year's Everest? Because I think you're forgetting how good Classic Legend was. Yeah. Come from nowhere. Not only did it win, it brained them. It yeah. brained them. So you, you and I called it from 2019. I said he's going to win at Everest. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Three years, two back. years yeah, early. I reckon he should, his trials have been very impressive. Um, I was going to go Mars Crusader, but I knocked it. Even though it won last week, it had everything come its way with every like all the horses moving out its way. It got the perfect run. That won't happen in the Everest. And he also 
Well, he's the only competition was Rothfire, and Rothfire had injury um, that race, so everyone else in that race wasn't that flash, and we're not up to every standard. You make your own luck in those big races yes. a lot harder to be back. And, na- and with Nature Strip, Nature Strip has a bit of drama with Eduardo, so every time Nature Strip versus Eduardo, it's something he always gets undone. So I'm hope not. I'm going to share him. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to risk the strip and willing to risk Master State. I reckon it's going to be the Sleek Legend win and then Eduardo. And Jimmy's going to give me how much? 150 bucks? Yeah, I've like got a cheeky 20 on it already. What? <laughs> what, what odds is it? $7 or so? Four, four fifty. $4.50, you're kidding. Uh, I put 100 bucks on it last week at $7. I was a bit shocked that it was four fifty, and the strip was four sixty, and Eduardo was sevens, considering Eduardo's beaten strip pretty yeah. much every time. And while we're talking about Classic Legend, do yourself a favour, watch their trials. Yeah, yeah they good, they good. And Les Bridge, Bridge is a wizard as well. He knows his horses so well, so... Yeah. Doing them first up, he obviously knows something, so... Beauty. Did you Cracker Jack? Cracker Jack, yes. Um, for three small hits on a Cracker Jack in a row, I'm open. Um, had two places. I actually thought Dallas Sam was going to win last week. Oh, so did I. I was thinking, fucking like, something beat this cunt. It was, um, whatever, oh, I was actually jumping up and down when it came to second. I was, was like, come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so was I. No, look, I thought Dallas Sam, I, hey, um, I, was, I was at work and I was thinking Thursday, Friday, I was at the casino. I was thinking, I'm just envisioning Dallas Sam winning. What, how many units is it going to be? What not? Come third, um, still a great. How many units would it be if you won? Oh, I don't know. Probably the way these spoke to me, units 30 maybe. <laughs> um, Pretty sure that's exactly what you would have won. Yeah. Um, as long as it was 0.5 of a unit. Right, <laughs> so I'm going the Cracker Jack exactly this week is Olympic Gaze at <laughs> 20 to 1 and 5 to 1 for a place. Really nicely placed here. Finished off with intent last start and he's begging for further. So he gets an extra 400 metres and I think he can win because... Being honest, there's no stars in this race, and I reckon it's a great odds. What race um, Randwick race three. I will just is confirm that, that that is um, correct. Randwick race three in the Seraphone handicap, and that is correct. Beautiful. Modra, let's hear this baseball multi yacht for the boys. Okay, so it's a mixed multi. So I've, I've chucked in Cranbourne race two Ooh. tomorrow, number 10, Telecaster. Mm-hmm. Apparently the better of the weekend for this guy that's come up this bet. Um, he's the baseball to Houston the Rockets to win. Uh, in the baseball, again, the Tampa Bay Stingrays. Don't get mixed up with other Tampa Bay um, teams. In the basketball, Philly 76ers and also the Miami Heat to win. And then in the NFL, the Buccaneers, they're on a, a bit of a streak. Um, they haven't been winning um, by much, but they're still winning. You'll get 42 to 1. Okay, so. Yeah, jump on the baseball multi. I jumped yeah. on it the other week and it came in. Lovely, um, man. Me and Callum jumped on I like that to come in because just lost. Um, and that replaces Schmicko's uh, sports multi because he's not here. Schmulti. Schmulti. Schmick Schmulti. Yeah. Um, right. Modra's Magnippy. Yeah. Magnippy multi. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll give you Jim's double because that's, <laughs> that's all I'm good for. Uh, it's not very... quite the same, is it? <laughs> yeah. uh, last week, very unlucky. Got the old Mitch Cle- uh, Nathan Cleary to win the fucking... Uh, Clive, Clive Churchill, Churchill medal Enterprise Palm Stinker That yeah, was a stinker wasn't it yeah. Yeah. But also uh, my uh, Jimmy's double uh, I've got September run to win Yep I'm having a fourth unit on it That's right That's how confident he is Into Sansom Caulfield race three Number one To place at $3.50 uh, Run around Get some good group horses 
Gets barrier one. He's got a big weight, but I think he should be able to hold on for a place. $11.20 there, and I think it's a two-unit play. Gee, I, I would almost... I'm on September run um, in one of the races we've tipped before, but I would almost just start laughing if it loses on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> and everything else starts winning for Jimmy. I, I can guarantee you right now it's going to come last or second. <laughs> I love I love when we all back up horses because the one thing I don't want is you can't still win. <laughs> yeah. All righty. <laughs> but that just about wraps up for this week. So Jimmy, to... I, just before we do go... Um, you can't um, get any more units out, mate. You tried that the whole week. I'm not getting any more units out. I just wanted to... Um, Make a couple special mentions of things. I think this will test you at Ascot is a pretty good bet at $7. I think it's just over the mark. It was really good first up. Um, Pride of Jenny last start was oh, a previous Cracker Jack. Don't um, almost, almost got up for $70. Would have been devastated. As um, Tyler said before, Hoi Ann at $21 and $5. I think it's a great each yeah, bet. And time. lastly, the Gypsy King... He's oh, gonna win. Surely. The Gypsy King's gonna yeah, knock gonna... the bronze. <laughs> my oh. and um, what was he called? Him? See you later. Um, a dosha. A dosha. Dosha. You know what that is? Homeless man. Yeah, he's <laughs> like a um, your average thug on the street. Yeah. But Tyson Fury, love him. Love everything he's about. So yeah, he's Beautiful. gonna kill water. That's it. All right. Remember, where's the lawn? <laughs>